himself. He's just like, yeah, man, yeah. great day in Nashville. Don't oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Today is a big day. It is episode one, numero uno of the Austin and Collins Show. Wow. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited. I know. We've been trying to do this for a long time. And finally, shout out to our first sponsor ever, our video production company, yeah. Mac, and Mac and Cheese Media. That's right. Um, they allowed us to use their slash ours <laughs> podcast studio wow. to shoot this and we're so happy. If you need a podcast studio, hit them up. But here we go. Episode one, Austin and Colin show. We don't know how this is going to go, but we're happy you're here. Austin, why don't you give them the rundown of what they might expect in this first episode? That's right. So here we go. Episode one of the Austin and Colin show. Here's what you can expect. We're going to talk Nashville news. We're going to talk Nashville video of the week. Ooh, <laughs> wow. be interesting. <clears throat> we're going to talk Nashville hot takes. I'm going to do a freestyle review of a restaurant in town that's going to truly blow your mind. Wow. Colin's going to indulge us on dating life in Nashville and what's going on. Wow, stick around for that. Yeah, we've got a, a pun battle, <laughs> and then we're just going to give some final thoughts. I, You know what? I'm, I'm extra excited. No anxiety here, just pure excitement. Mm. It's going to be great. We're trying to be our true authentic selves here and give a little different side of us that you might have not seen. That's so, right. You know, to fill you in, in case you've never seen us before, we uh, may be known for a video that went viral a couple years back called Welcome to Nashville, where we give a satirical tour of Nashville. We kind of take a few jabs of the city and a few things that uh, some people might agree on, but we also like to pledge uh, our allegiance to this amazing city and all the great things about it. So, um, that's right. We love... We love what we realized throughout this whole journey because we've been doing videos for seven years. We realized how much we actually just really love connecting with people. No amount of views, no amount of likes are going to actually fill our souls. What's really going to fill our souls is connecting with people. And we want this podcast to be a way that we connect with you. So we thank you for being here. And it's time to get into our first segment some Nashville news. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Colin, I've got a few stories for you here. All right. Hit me with them. All right. So, the first one is Nashville has just announced that there is a new theme park coming to Nashville. Theme park? That's right. Theme park. Uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of this before, but I wasn't sure what is what is the theme of this thing. Yeah, because so... Is it like a Disney World, or is it completely different? Well, let me just tell you this. The theme is uh, up in the air is what it feels like. <laughs> is that the theme? I like mean, it's space? not. So it's called Storyville Gardens, and that's what threw everyone off. At first, everyone, <laughs> I think, was thinking there's going to be a roller coaster or something, but they're showing these drawings and things. Let me just show you this video. All right. And, and I mean, first of all, amazing video here. Step <laughs> into story and song from the, from far, the far, far ways. Of the four corners. What is this, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I think four that's what... Four corners of the world. <laughs> I'm so confused about this. All right, so take a look at this. You've got, I guess, knockoff Disney Imagineers working yeah, on this. Yeah. Um, Wait, are they actually Disney well, Imagineers? So what I realized is that it's the same people who've done Universal. Okay. Who've done... It, they might have even done Disney. Um, yeah, Universal, Legoland, Hogwarts... Well, that's universal. But anyway. I mean, it's it's legit. It's I mean, legit. Got, all right. And honestly, I might like it. But what I'm gathering is they're trying to make it kind of a more educational experience. So there's 
America. Yeah, but it, <laughs> there's Europe. There's a Asia, and Africa. See, the my only issue with this is that Disney World sets such a high bar for like theme parks. And I don't see any rides here. Like in the pictures, I'm like, where are the roller coasters? If you're having a theme park, I just feel like you got to have a roller coaster. Look, Colin, I agree <laughs> with you. You're the Disney World man. You go to Disney World like more than anybody I've ever known. So here's my problem with it. Here's what I'm going to say about it. I love Disney and yeah. I've enjoyed going to Disney with my wife. It's been incredible yeah. and they do it so well. So if you come up here and you try and do some sort of B-class Epcot, <laughs> That's, you're going to get roasted. Yes. So yes. I don't know these people. I'd love to meet them. We'd love to have them I, on the no, show. Let's get them on the show. Let's get them on the show. If you do this, you have to do this so well. When we walk in the door on that opening yeah. day, which we will, I think, uh, it's got to blow your mind. Yeah. It's got to be like, oh. <gasps> Wow, I didn't think this was going to be much, but dag damn it, this no, is awesome. You know when you walk into the Magical Kingdom and you see the the castle mm. and you get that immediate like Absolutely. like that endorphin rush? Yes. If you walk into this and you see like a like a dump truck and maybe like a couple right. concession stands, you're <laughs> going to be like, "What did I sign up for?" I love that. that I'm, I'm not I like, love I, that I love that it's either got to be just the most majestic thing <laughs> or it's just going to be a dump truck I, and a couple of concessions. I don't, I don't mean to cast too much shame. I mean, I think but my your expectations for a theme park are high. Yes. So, like, you want... But theme parks are all about exceeding your expectations. Last thing I'm going to say. They're, they're doing, like, hotels there. They're saying it's an educational experience. So I think it could be a great thing for kids or whatever. All right. I'm going to... It's one of these you got to wait and see. Yep. you got to wait and see. But I want to see something at Disney level <laughs> or higher to accept yeah. it into town. And maybe they have some secret things that will really set them apart. But can you tell the people when we might expect this theme park? I think it's 2025. Okay. okay. 2025. Bit of a, bit of a ways away. They haven't yes. decided where in town it is. And that's all we're going to say about that. All right. So next, and then this is really important, Colin. I think this is going to change your life. I'm sure you needed to know this. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson has sells her home for $6.3 million after four years oh, wow. on the market. That's pretty... It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, what if I told you she tried to sell it for $8.75 million and didn't get it and had to keep lowering wow. the price? I guess American Idol must have really paid her pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's actually probably done pretty well since she's been gone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm. To be honest, I didn't know Kelly Clarkson was so big that she had a like a seven million dollar house. Oh, well, can you take a look at it here, buddy? Uh, it's pretty nice. I'm kind of mad that I never got invited. I to think she's got a parties. bear in the top corner of her living space. I, I think she actually hunted that bear and put it up there herself. Uh, take a look <laughs> at this bathroom. That's all I have to say. You're talking some vulnerability being the centerpiece in naked in the tub there. Yeah, she's got like six mirrors looking at her when she's <laughs> taking a bath. Uh, that um, almost seems planned for something, something nefarious. Something nefarious, that's right. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, I would like to use that bathroom. What is that, a bar in the basement? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh look, saddles. Wow. Saddles, that's cute. Now, I tell you what, you want to show off to all your country friends of that you got a cool house, you put saddles on your bar. Is that's if you had the money, would you ever put saddles at a bar? No, that's in your ugly. And that looks incredibly uncomfortable. Absolutely. That is purely for like looks, but sadly, I'm sorry, Mrs. Clarkson, that does not look good. Yeah. Uh, and here's a little photo of where it's located, beautifully nestled on a lake. Which one is that? The um, is that Percy Priest or what is that? Uh, I would, 
Chrissy I would, Warner? I would find out, but I think we've already talked about but this far too that's, much. That's true. All right. Anyway, moving on. It's time for our section, Nashville's Video of the Week. All where, right. Where we watch a video and we talk about it. Cue the Nashville Video of the Week theme song. Video of the Week. This week's video is brought to you by... <laughs> Broadway Uncensored 2, because I think the first one got yeah, taken down. Uh, yeah, that's right. And just a quick background on Broadway Uncensored. This is an Instagram page that is rather racy because it's a lot of uh, content from Broadway. Adult on the weekend, content. Adult content, which may or may not involve drinking and drugs and the uh, hilarity that ensues. Right. Uh, but we're, this one's pretty mild. It's more just it an is altercation. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Um, Would you consider these all fail videos? I don't know. You watch for yourself. So we've got a guy on a party bus. He's having a great time. A, a car pulls up and looks like they want to indulge. Oh! Yeah. Jeez. Uh, what you heard calling the act to was a guy getting his face smashed in by the white claw or beverage that he tossed into a car that had pulled up next to their party oh, bus. Oh, and, and I think the, the party bus driver gets out and yells at him. That's right. The party bus driver gets out and is like, you can't be interacting <laughs> with the cars. It's hilarious because everybody else on the bus is like, oh, that... Total buzzkill. Right. We're going to watch um, this one more time. It's going to replay here in a second. I want you to look at how much he is enjoying his time so to start. Sad. So, uh, here, I'll get out of here. Watch how much he's enjoying himself. He's just like, yeah, man, yeah. great day in Nashville. Wow. Oh, look, somebody wants to engage with me. Hey, it's here a, you go. It's an Whoopsies. open it's, it's an open can. That's right. It's an open can. Oh. <laughs> okay. So. He tosses an open can of White Claw to a car next to him. Yeah. So what was he expecting? But I think he truly thinks that the car that pulled up to him is like, hey, man, I hope you're having a great time. I want to connect with you. And so he tosses this White Claw. But I, I think he thinks in his mind that it's going to land perfectly in their hand. What happens it is it flipped in the air. It An open can flipping in the air is not going to contain its liquid. Well, he did give it a little centrifugal force, That's and it true. flips. That's true. But it flips upside down, evidently spilling probably black cherry white claw <laughs> into the crotch region of whoever is in the vehicle. Yeah. And, and then, like, yeah. And then what really gets you about this video is somehow <laughs> that car. Looks like it shoots the white claw oh, back yeah. out of a t-shirt cannon, <laughs> yeah. immediately hitting the guy square in his sunglasses and shocking everyone on the bus. No, that person is not angry. That person is pissed. I mean, it was either one. I don't know how they got that type of force coming out of that vehicle. Who Who is the Titans quarterback? It must uh, have been him Ryan because Tannehill. he threw it like 90 miles an hour at that guy's face. That's what I'm saying. And then you get the questions. Like You see all the people who have obviously been brought down from their like elevated happy state going like, whose fault was this? Because that guy was vibing, and now he's smashed in the face That's right. by the the beverage that he put in the car yeah. next door. And you know what's funny is that he's not going to remember this potentially, and the next day it's going to be like, hey, here's that video on Broadway Uncensored of you getting smacked in the face with a white claw. Yeah, so uh, I guess the moral of the story is if you're having a good time on one of the Nashville party buses or you see other people doing that, um, probably just kind of, it's already a little risque to be like up on a standing moving vehicle. Yeah. Don't engage just keep yourself contained to that world right. and don't let other people in. So I mean, the, it just the moral of the story worth. is if you're having fun, just stay having fun with the people you're yeah, with. Keep it contained. That's okay. I get, that's not even a good moral, but it's a you know, <laughs> thanks Broadway Uncensored 2 for that video. Yeah, thank you. All right, and this might be the most exciting segment of our show. It's called 
advice for hot takes. This is where Colin and I talk about things that we talk about behind closed doors and rarely bring out into public <laughs> conversations. Um, we're going to try not to, you know, do anything that, you know, makes anyone feel weird, but like there's yeah. things that kind of just get your gizzard. Get your gizzard? <laughs> get your gizzard, yeah, it's, man. It's things you want to talk about that you just that may make you uncomfortable because they really rile something up on the inside. Yeah, and these you. are Nashville related. So here's the first one. Our first Nashville hot take yep. is this emergence of new trash <laughs> bins at restaurants and other yeah. establishments. Now, normally in our entire existence as humans, you've gone up and it says trash mm -hmm. and it's a bin yep. and you put trash. Then And then there might be a recycling bin that's blue. That's what I was going right? to say. As the world has become more eco-friendly. Yep. Heck yeah. Put your plastic in your and your papers in the blue bin. Yeah, we've got a recycling bin or even green, you know, go green as they say. But now there has been a sudden boom of the four to five quadrant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trash bins that have trash. They have compost. They have landfill. They have plastic. They might have paper. They might have styrofoam. They might have uh, biodegradable. I, we don't, and so uh, what happens is you end up with a tray that's got a plastic dessert, that's got a spoon, that's got a, uh, you don't know if it's plastic or paper, tray uh, layer to cover it. You've got food scraps, you've got napkins, and you walk up there. And there's a line, that's, surely. That's a good point. You've got all this stuff together. So, like, you have to separate each piece. Like, your fork might be made of, like, wood. Your <laughs> your plate might be made of styrofoam. Your cup is made of paper. So you have to literally, you know, separate everything. And it just gets confusing. I want to get the actual complaint out here. I am not at all against no. doing things that help the environment. However, I am here to propose that people, especially in Nashville... Do not, for the most part, understand where the crap, <laughs> I hate to say that, but where the crap they're going to put their crap. Yeah. And so they get up there, they're frozen because Mr. Longhaired, you know, glasses with a rustic baseball cap is watching them intently, hope, you know, hoping they put a piece of trash in the wrong you bin know, so we can judge them. I, I've been there before where you're trying to figure out what to do with your with your leftovers and somebody is behind you watching you diligently. So I'm like, if I screw this up, I'm a bad person. You know what I mean? Not to mention you're in East Nashville. That's we true. are primarily. That's where office We've is. seen this at Mitchell's. We've seen this at Hunter Station and I've and a few other places, I believe. But 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 um, like I you know, they're like, oh boy, this guy is toast. But if I'm going to put these in the right container, I might as well have to study like I was in college again. <laughs> I mean, I, it's like they put like little icons up, but you can't tell anything from them. It's like putting like emojis up, trying to give you what you're supposed to put in there, but it's literally impossible. Like no, I mean, what is, what, what are you putting in trash? What are you putting in compost versus landfill? I'm not really sure to be honest. I mean, I think like leftover food goes in trash. I think paper goes in compost i might even be I making know. up I, I might even be making up the compost i'm thing. not sure regardless I'm, i would love for somebody to educate us in the comments on what the best yeah. method i need a how-to video yeah and I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm a little guilty sometimes i get lazy and i just throw everything in the landfill okay okay <laughs> and that colin you hit it on the head my problem with this system is that my, myself as well and maybe we're just two bad people but we just end up being lazy, getting flustered, and putting everything in the trash. So <laughs> yeah. now the recycling bin doesn't get what it used to get. That's right. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Oh, man. 
the recycling bin gets the short end of the stick here. I think a lot of people complained and said, I don't know what to do with my bag of Doritos. Like, where do I put, what do I do with these? So, so Hunter Station apparently has already even changed it back because obviously it wasn't working. <laughs> but I know that there's other places out there like, so chime in in the comments. Yeah, what do you think? You know, what do you think? We're talking Nashville hot takes. We're here to propose that the four to five quadrant trash bins with different categories are not effective in actually yeah. getting more things recycled and stuff. They might be more problematic than they are helping the environment. Nashville hot take number one, done. All right, what's next? Number two. Oh, boy. Our number two Nashville hot take is the actions of both the pedestrian and the Nashville car driver at a crosswalk <laughs> yep. among the busy streets right. of Nashville. You see this at 12 South, you know, all the time. You see it in uh, East Nashville, uh, East Nashville. Uh, you know, crossing over to try and get to yeah. some of these bigger streets. Pretty much anywhere where people walk with their feet. Yeah, even downtown. Even downtown. Oh, downtown's a different story. We'll talk about those. Oh, that's, bit. yeah. But here's the deal. Nashville crosswalks. Our drivers, unlike other cities, are really not used to, like, a lot of people crossing the street yeah. at a lot of different times. No, it's kind of an, it's a relatively new thing. Nashville is trying to adopt more pedestrian traffic. Right? That's right. So the Nashville driver's mind has not decided that it is going to stop or think, you know, proactively that there's going to be pedestrians crossing. Therefore, the pedestrian has to adopt the scared mindset and defensive mindset of if I walk like I have the right of way, I still might get my legs clipped from under me <laughs> and get a concussion. That's right. Which, I mean, okay, if you so want insurance money, it is tempting. But That's right. I think we need to talk about the protocol for when you are... When you have to cross the street and there's traffic coming from both directions or one direction or whatever, what is the protocol... When you got to cross the street, do you do you wait for somebody that's going 40 miles down the street or do you just walk on the crosswalk and hope and pray to God that you don't get killed? So right now it's where we're at. We're at what I like to call Nashville's crosswalk gray area yeah. where pedestrians and, and hopefully you guys watching this will adopt this method. We have to be assertive, but we also have to be safe. So what I like to do be is I like to start trying to dart, like show my intent to any car, no matter how fast they're going. Yeah. If I think they're going to 80 and they're not going to stop, I'm still going to give, yeah. I'm going to give a quick jolt out there. Yeah, exactly. Get, make, scare them a scare little them bit. Scare them a little. Give them a little, yeah. We got to make them spooked. Act that, like you're about to start walking and they might pay attention. Yeah. But standing at the sign will do you no good. No. From experience, if you're on 12 South, and you got to cross the street. If you are not like halfway th on the street, people will not stop. Right. And so you have to, if you think they're going to, if you think they're irresponsible drivers, you have to at least give them a dart spook and then a hard <laughs> a stare, a hard stare as they cross by. <laughs> Try not to yeah. do anything with your hands that is provocative, but give them a, hey. And then if, if they don't stop, give them a. Yeah, and then shake your head and make sure they feel terrible. Definitely a shake your head. Yeah. That is the worst thing you can do to somebody <laughs> when they're driving by and you see somebody go. And I, I like to do this, and I go, what, what are, are you, you doing? What's wrong yeah, exactly. with you? What are you doing? Yeah. I, I'm going to share his personal experience. Please. From the driver's perspective, though, here. Okay. So sometimes a crosswalk is really difficult to see. Sometimes it's hard to see people. You know, there might be parked cars by the crosswalk, so you don't see people behind. You mm -hmm. know, it's hard yeah, to see yeah, them, and yeah. they're trying to cross the street. Yeah. I was going down Belmont Boulevard, probably 30 miles an hour. It's the, you know, it's the speed limit. And I'm approaching that section where there's a crosswalk across from Martin's to the other side of the street. Okay. 
And I don't see anybody because I'm always careful when I get up to there because I know right. there's a crosswalk and right. I'm aware because I've had other experiences. But this family just darts out, like literally last second. Like this, this dad's like, I'm going to make a point. This dad literally walk like holding his son's hand, just darts out into the crosswalk. I have to slam on my brakes and I come within like feet of hitting this kid. The kid falls on the ground. Oh my. And the dad just keeps walking like, was, yeah, that's right. I crossed the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I literally that. was sitting there going, "So yeah, what just happened? So, yeah, there's certainly... Is the, that my fault? Well, I mean, there's certainly the breed of people that are there to actually like, like, it was make totally a like make a point. Right, make He's a like, statement. I will get hit by the, Which, a car, I mean, even if it means I go to the hospital. Is it Was it effective in keeping you a little more cautious at crosswalks? Well, yeah, but now <laughs> I go like five miles an hour down that street because right. I'm afraid I'll yeah, kill somebody. And that's fair. I don't know whose fault that is. I call that, you know, nobody's necessarily fault. However, you know, be, yeah. uh, I just say, be careful out there. That's be, traumatic. Be, be careful. If you're a driver, be, just be weary. Here's the last thing. Walls. Here's the last thing I'm going to say. I think we all need to start, you know, as drivers being more like trying to encourage pedestrians to walk. And I think pedestrians need to be a little more assertive. Yeah. And also I'm guilty. I'll say this. I'm guilty of basically looking at the person who's going to try and walk on the crosswalk and go, well, this guy's not going to be assertive and try yep, and walk. So, I've been there. so it's going to cause more problems if I even stop at the crosswalk. I agree. So there's that argument, and I get it. I'm yep. guilty of it. What do you think? Let us know in the comments. Nashville crosswalks. What do you do with the crosswalks? Give us strategies. Give us what you got. Yep. That's Nashville hot take number two. And now moving on to Nashville hot take number three. <laughs> This Ooh. is a good one. This get this gets the people riled That's up. That's what I was going to say. This one definitely gets the people riled up. So, Nashville hot take number three. <laughs> a guy I know, a great guy. You know, he's he's him and his wife are contributing to the East Nashville community. His name is Jeff. He made a post when the new brand spanking white brick Starbucks opens on yep. Gallatin Avenue. And he says, literally... This in the page. <laughs> Starbucks is open, exclamation point, with a photo of his dog licking a pup cup oh, in front. Oh, look at that. He's got. He's even got, this was more in the middle of COVID. He's got his mask on yeah. outside. I mean, he's doing everything, as, as you might say, that's right and good and happy. Shout out to Jeff. He's a great guy. Used to film with him back in the day. He's great. He is amazing. Now, now let's talk about 1,100 Emoji, like emoji uh, reactions mm -hmm. and 757 comments. That's like triggered in a nutshell. Yeah, but they're not all good. In fact, would, yeah. the majority of them are actually up in arms about this harmless Starbucks photo. Why? Because they saw it as an attack on what they deem <laughs> the attack on East the attack Nashville. on East Nashville and the weirdo society. Yep. And look, <laughs> I'm and I when I say weirdo society, you live here. You're a weirdo. Live, we have a yeah, business here. I'm a weirdo. We love the fact that East Nashville is artistic and expressive. However, to view a Starbucks as like the freaking Roman empire invading our territory soon to take over <laughs> and that the tall and skitties might as well be the monster under your bed yeah. is to me a little excessive especially when you're attacking the guy who's posting the photo of his dog licking a pup cup yeah can you read any comments from like what are the top comments uh that are instead not of supporting corporations can we support local coffee businesses never seen one before question mark uh oh man let's see, see. I, I i it makes me like i don't like that people direct 
negativity towards Jeff because Jeff's just trying to have a good time with his dog. That's right. He's just sharing his happiness, and maybe deep down he was trying to rile up some people. But. And then you got somebody who's like, look, I was born and raised here. Believe it or not, it's possible to support <laughs> local restaurants and shops and pop into a Starbucks hey, every so often. Well said, Casey. Well That's said, a Casey. good point. So moral of the story is don't... Choose your enemies wisely. Don't make it the person in your community posting a harmless yeah. photo of a dog on Facebook. Yeah, don't hate on those people. So that and that concludes our section, Nashville Hot Takes. And this moves us on to a very special section. Uh, my wife and I like to go eat at lots of new restaurants, likes to do a lot of different things in town. And so I have a pretty good scope, I like to think, on just the, the, the state of new restaurants, things popping up, things I like. So, From personal experience, Austin goes to just about every restaurant that's ever been created in Nashville <laughs> because he loves doing that. Yes. And, if, and honestly, if I ever need like a date suggestion or anything, hit Austin up because he knows just about every place there is to go in Nashville. That's right. DM us on our Instagram. I'll get you with some suggestions. But today, I just wanted to share with you one of our favorite places to go, one of our pasta places. But I wanted to do it in a different way. So this is a section called Freestyle Restaurant Reviews, and it's where I came up with a short rap about one of my favorite <laughs> wow. restaurants in Nashville. I actually have not heard this yet, and I'm looking forward to it. Here is the beat, Mr. Beaver. Thank you. All right, so the reason I'm sharing this one is because I think it's one of the best places to get pasta in town. Wow. For real, pasta. All right, so listen up. Let me tell you about a place. It's called Pastaria. You might not know about it, but I'm sure they want to see you. They got handmade noodles and sexy brick ovens. Get your risotto balls for you and all your cousins. Now we got to talk about the chicken parmesan. It's bigger than your face. It'll make you call your mom. For the pasta... I'm going to recommend a Bucatini Rigate and Casio de Pepe. <laughs> I barely got that last part out. It wasn't the flow I had, but I got to say, that was pretty good. Let's give him a round of applause here. That was, that was great. Uh, I'll, I'll just break down a couple things from this. Uh, this is I was talking about Pastoria. <laughs> yeah. They're over in the One City Complex, which is over off Charlotte Pike. It's kind of uh, out of town on it's Charlotte Pike. by the Double Pike. Dogs? No, it's not at all, Colin. Good uh, choice. Okay. <laughs> You know that where the Devil Dogs is on Charlotte? Yeah, and that okay. Actually, you're right. That's that was that was offensive of me to to say that Slightly. wasn't close. So anyway, par, uh, pastaria. Here's why I like it. Amazing handmade noodles, pasta, and all I'm saying is you need to get the cassiaud e pepe. It is like a is elevated gourmet, almost mac and cheese type pasta, and it will blow your mind. Ooh. That's my wife's favorite. And then I like to get the bucatini regate, which is like a lamb. Don't let the lamb spook you. It's a lamb pasta with a red sauce, and it will. Mm. And if you want to have dessert, how about a little gelato? They got Ooh. salted caramel. They had orange dreamsicle. They, <laughs> oh, got, what? they got the full gambit, buddy. Head down to Pastaria <laughs> for all your pasta, pizza, wow. and a chicken parmesan needs. How does it fare with your other favorite Italian restaurants? I'm going to put it number one. Number one, wow. So, and it's like a, it's like a, you can do it for a date night, or you could do it for a chill lunch. It wow. don't matter. What is the price range? What am I going to? Uh, a meal for one. What is? What am I looking at? Okay, and this is where Colin, you really got me. That is the one con I would say, but it's because they use high quality ingredients. I'm sure. No, that's fair. Yeah, I'd say each pasta is close is is up in that eighteen dollar ninety five range, which okay. is high 
for yeah, a lot of that's places. That's mid to high. Like but, that's yeah. So you're going. But on if you're a date looking night. for an experience, and if you're yeah, if you're, I mean, that's yes, it's worth it. It's it's worth it. The, yeah. It is high quality food. That's all I'm saying because Nashville doesn't have a wide slew of Italian restaurants. No, and, I, I got to be honest. When people say like, where should I get Italian? I say. La Rosa, or, you know, like, go to Olive Garden? I don't know. Right. Oh, okay. But Olive Garden, classic. I mean, it is good. All right. So, anyway, let me know in the comments what you think of Pastoria. If you know any other Italian places or other places in town I should check out. And I'll hit you next time on Nashville Restaurant Freestyles. Great job. Thank you, Colin. Uh, Colin, we got a good section. Dating. In Nashville. You know, this this makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way, but just a little nervous because I saw the word dating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colin, we're supposed to be our true selves, so That's right. take off that layer of I, yeah, I will. elevated Colin. All right, so here try. we go. Welcome to the section called Dating in Nashville. This is where I am married, Colin is single, and actively, you know, ebbing and flowing in his dating life in Nashville, where I like to add. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I'm ebbing more than I am flowing. <laughs> and <laughs> and boy, and boy, are we excited to hear about what that means. Okay. So today we have a special question for Colin about dating in Nashville. And here it is. This is just a basic one. First episode. Tell me the landscape of the dating applications you use or others use to find potential candidates for a date. Let's okay. start there. Okay. So, and I think this is informative for you because you've been married for three years, right? Five. Five years, sorry. It's okay. No offense. That's all right. I didn't mean to say that. Almost six. Uh, <laughs> uh, dating apps. I've been on them since probably 2011 or 12, okay. ever since college. Ten years, in, wow. Maybe not that long, maybe not that long, but... Um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you a quick ranking of highest quality to lowest quality as far as dating apps go, okay? okay. Let's start with Hinge. Okay. I've heard the most success on Hinge okay. from my close friends. They This is a good place to engage with people that are serious, that are trying to get into relationships, yeah. that are not messing around. They're not maybe looking for a nice little hookup. They're, you know, it, at least that's what I think. I think they're looking for relationships and, you know, to marry this person. Okay. It's the app that's meant to be deleted, okay? Oh, well. And you can, you can leave comments on people's pages and, you know, engage in conversation before you match with somebody, which okay. is kind of a nice... Uh, like, a, like a social media page? You like to an extent. Nice like, photo, If bro. I see a comment, like, uh, if I see a cute girl, I see a, a picture, I can say, that's a cool dog you have or something. And they get that message, and they're not, we're not, even though we're not matched. Real quick, can you so, give an example of, like, a photo that would actually call you to actually comment? Like, what, you personally, what type of photo on would my, you... Like, my photo? No, if you saw a girl's profile and she had a photo, what has actually inclined you to comment? What type of photo? I, well, the thing is, I, I don't want to comment on, like, appearance and be like, well, you look pretty or something. Right. Typical, I would, I would rather... I know, it's kind of... I don't know. It's a little weird. I would rather, like, if they're at a show or something, or they're painting, or they're doing one of their hobbies, I'd be like, that's cool. You're into art. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so am I. Wow, that's an amazing comment. That's real, you know, that's just a deep uh, pro 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 tip on, on Hinge. If you haven't done it yet, uh, hit them with the comment, wow, you're into art? So am I. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, anyway, okay, keep so, going. Uh, okay, Hinge. Then I would say we got Bumble. Bumble is the app where women you know, roll. The, la the ladies go first. They have to engage in conversation in order for the uh, in order for a conversation to start. So right. the guy has to wait for the woman to engage conversation, which gives the woman the power in this scenario. I've got let me tell power. you, let me, and it's a great app. I think it's it's in the middle there, but it's still got its set setbacks. Right. But this may lay within the people that 
use it. Okay. Because I match with tens, if not hundreds of people on Bumble, <laughs> and they never message me. So I say, what is the point of swiping and matching with people if you're not going to send a message? And and they delete the person after 24 hours. So if they don't say something to me, that means that bye-bye. So I'm wondering, is is the reason for the match so that they get an endorphin rush? Like, oh, somebody thinks that's, I'm attractive. Exactly what it's I like, oh, that say. person thinks they're into me, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't actually want to date that it's person. It's a free hit of dopamine. Yeah. If you are and able I'm to guilty. Yeah, if you, exactly. You're guilty too. Like, that's what I feel like these dating apps have created. It's like, hey, I'm going to get a dopamine rush and know that I matched even if my intentions are to engage further. And, like, and let me tell you, that that's what leads me to my third one, which is Tinder. And I have found that Tinder, well, the, I could, I mean, I could talk about this for hours, but, right. but a lot of these people, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of girls will put their Instagram handles on their bio. Okay. As, you know, I believe a means of growing their following. Okay. A lot of these girls will put their Instagram handles on there and I will instigate further. I'll go to their Instagram and okay. they'll have like 15,000 likes and then I will go through the followers and they will be all dudes. They're like Ken that's 60 or uh, what? Uh, from a, like, you know, Ken the Barbie doll at 24 years old and Ken the 60 year old who mows his lawn every two days. Okay. So, and then I will go to their posts and every like and comment is like, you look pretty darling. And it's all guys. And then I go back, you know, and I go, the, and this is just my, you know, I don't, I don't know this from other experience, but I believe that people like some people, guys included, will put their Instagram on there to gain a higher following and just get these creepy followers. Okay. It's okay. weird. Okay. So uh, people next, are abusing these apps. Okay. Okay. So w I'm seeing the abuse and I, and I'm seeing, uh, I have so many questions, but, uh, let me start with this. Uh, what is the quality of actual candidates that you feel are on these apps right now? Like when you open up one of these apps, do you truly feel like you might actually swipe the person that you have a chance of being married to one day? No. That could be from my experience, but I would say 90% of the time it's going to be a like, you know, multiple message conversation that fizzles out and we never talk to each other again. And that's from experience of being on one date from like a thousand matches. Is that, that I've had. because you might be wounded in the past and don't? Well, yeah, it could be my fault too. It's because I'm, you know, personally, I'm not trying very hard. I'm literally like, it's kind of like, you know, we'll see what happens, right. whatever. But you're, you're I, like, you're like, I'm, I don't want to invest too much because I guarantee this girl isn't invested either. It's kind of your mindset. Kind of. I think it's kind of like people are halfway investing in these things. I'm never like, and personally, I would rather meet somebody personally in life than on a dating app. That's just that's just who I like. I just feel more comfortable about something like that. And so, tell me about the payment. Like, you, there's a whole new payment system that's oh, come I, up man, into these apps. That's right? a whole other thing. Is that these apps used to offer these free services? Like, you know, if you accidentally you know say no to somebody, you can like bring them back and you know change your mind. But now. Like they had all these features on the apps and now they took them away and you have to pay like 10 bucks a month to use any of them. Um, and I also believe deep down that they make people get subscriptions to actually show your profile to people, even though that's not what they say. Um, and then I, I would also just like to finish with the Tinder on my ranking. Tinder is the lowest one. People looking to hook up people uh, that really want to get the Instagram followers. And also there's a lot of bots that say, hey, big fella, want to <laughs> go to my website and check me out? Uh, I love that. I, I would can, say that's can, about half so, of the people on Tinder. So I can feel... I can feel the energy you're putting on. I know, like, I'm like it's, I know it's well, it is hot in here, but I but 
but but I can feel the energy you're putting off and like the anger that you've had towards these things. So my question to you is, what is like your message towards like what is your do you believe that dating apps in today's society are inherently beneficial or actually inherently bad? It's a, that's a tough one because I believe that people have met and are happily married and, you know, in relationships because of these apps and everything. And, and uh, that's awesome for them. But I also believe that I, I think that life would be better for people without these dating apps because it makes things a whole lot more complicated. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't know. It makes it so easy to match with people and everything that like you start to like lose the ability to like meet people in real life and just actually go out and like ask people personally. It's right. weird. So based um, on our topic today, I think the benefit of, of asking you about dating in Nashville isn't just for some juicy content. It's to actually make this more relatable to other people who are dating sure. in Nashville. So what is your message to people who are, you know, on these apps like you are and haven't found anything that seemed to be like yeah. really worthwhile? Like yeah. at least that you're in the same boat. And I would just like to admit that I'm guilty too of not taking these things seriously. But I would, I would say I, I'd like to challenge myself to take it more seriously and try. And if it doesn't work out after, after a certain period of time, I'm going to delete them because right. I feel like I need to delete them because they're also addicting. Because you get an okay. endorphin rush yeah. when you match with somebody. You go, wow, somebody thinks I'm attractive. Somebody could potentially be right. into me. I get this, like, you know, this little jolt of, like, Ooh, like right. you know. It, it's, I mean, it's real. It's, I mean, I And I get addicted to going back right. and swiping people and matching. And then I realize that I'm not even, like, looking for people. I'm just trying to get that endorphin rush. It's, right. it's truly... Is like it, an addicting is thing. It, is it kind of the equivalent of like in high school or in middle school if somebody says that you're cute? Or if, yeah, or yeah. if somebody said, Ashley likes you, yeah. and, you, oh, go, and, you and you go, ooh, right. Ashley likes me. Like, that's, but that was a real life thing. 100%. This is just a swipe. No, yeah, but this it's is just it's a transaction. Same, it's the same thing though. Wow. People want to feel attractive and they go, if somebody, so there's a lot I, more. We could, we could unpack that for hours. We're going to, we're going to cut it off there. We're Let gonna, us know what you think because it's, it's complicated. Dating in Nashville. I hear most people say it's a disaster. Some people eke through and finally meet something that someone they, you know, really connect with. I, for one, have not dated in four years. I haven't been on a date in three and a half years because you know what? I'm kind of done with it, to be honest, and unless so, some, someone comes along and shows me differently. And side note, and this, that's, this yeah. isn't an app for you because we don't want you to get a bunch of random messages because that <laughs> that's always stressful. But Colin is one of the best dudes I know with one of the best well, hearts who's working on himself to be... 100% whole yourself so you can give a girl 100% right. of who you are. And the last thing I'll say is if we've matched before and I didn't message, I'm sorry. I'm guilty of that. This is, that's really nice of you, Colin. I'm sorry. That's good. Because I, there, <laughs> because guess what? You do need to apologize, but you, but you also need to be forgiven because you can't just hold Thank, on to that thanks. stuff. I will okay? not hold on to it. I can't forgive you for that, so <laughs> ladies, forgive him. For he does not know what he has done. Thank, All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right, All right. so anyway. All that to say, that's gonna. There's a lot to unpack with dating in Nashville, but dating in general in today's society is di is hard, and we need to talk about it. So we'll be talking about it every single episode. That's right. Thanks for joining us on dating in Nashville. All right, it's time for give us a movie voice, Colin. It's time for the pun battle. In case you uh, do not follow us or are not aware of who we are as people, we very much enjoy puns mm. and, and a little bit more than most people do. And I believe that over the years, we've uh, adopted the skills of 
doing puns very well on the spot. Mm. We really like to think so, but now that you've said that, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to fail know, we're miserably. Really screw up. But the the kicker is, it doesn't matter how bad it is, we're going to give it a shot. So today's topic for the pun battle is cars. Cars in general, and I tell you what, Colin. Uh, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get my mind revved up for this one because yeah it's gonna I know be I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh goodness, man! Well, man, I don't know how I'm gonna really steer this one in the right direction, but it's gonna be tough. I hope you have enough wheelpower to push through. Mm. Uh, I might have to get open up my computer console and find some other puns because that was really <laughs> that was bad. Cheating. Console, was, oh, console. Oh, console. Oh, console. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. a little window into my brain. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh um, man. But uh, you know, you I, know, I feel like you're really, you know, pushing the roof of. <laughs> uh, you know, don't get your head stuck in the headlights when it comes to coming up with puns. That that pun was so antiquated. I think I'm gonna have to. You should send it to me in a leather, like a. Like leather seats. Oh, uh, yes. So, oh, like a letter? Like leather. Yeah, oh, leather, leather, letter. Um, you know. But, I mean, you can't. I mean, you have the keys to your kingdom. So, I mean, whatever whatever you want to do. Well, um, you know. Oh, do you hear that? I think we're getting a little fuzzy transmission. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. man. Man, I'm going to kick your tail pipe. I don't even think you can get engine the fight that you want to have. What was that? What was the hood that you were from in Cincinnati? Colin, don't be so uh, headlighted about that topic. I am a little. T- oh, oh Sean. You he didn't said that. He, Sean said you look a little. Tired and that's going to conclude that. it. Dang it. We I got to say one more thing. Okay. Are you a fan of Tailgate Brewery? Nice. We just had a ton of fun. I mean, it is 101 degrees in here, and we're all sweating our, uh, you know, regions off. But it's been a lot of fun because we've actually been able to talk about some serious stuff. We've been able to have a lot of fun, and we appreciate every single one of you who have listened to this, who have watched this clip, who have, you know, support us in any way. We thank you very much. And if you haven't, subscribe to this podcast because it means the world to us. But we always like to leave you with something that's a little more meaningful it might be funny. It might not be, but 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 we just want to talk about where what's on your mind. Yep. So, Colin, what's on your mind right now? Oh man, I don't know. I, life is uh, interesting right now. I mean, it's really just uh, everything's opening up in the world again, and I'm trying to learn how to socialize better and you know connect with humans more. Right. And I'm really trying to push myself to be a social person because I think I found comfort in uh, the quarantine times. And uh, I found comfort in not having to socialize because I'm a bit of a loner, but I'm really trying to push myself recently. Uh, I'm trying to improve my health, and I feel like life is good. Yeah. And I think Nashville's in a happy spot, and I like the direction we're going. So, I mean, it's life is good. Well, that's great. And I'm going to and, and I would, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said, you know, because I've watched you kind of have to, like, you know, try. You, you, like, getting better personally, mentally, physically – and we can equate this to the city as well. Like, you got to be willing to look, take a good, hard look deeply at yourself. And that's hard to do sometimes. 
And so Nashville in this time, um, you know, as a city is, uh, you know, with the tornado and the bomb and all these different things, has had to take a good hard look at themselves, you know, with COVID and figure out what's the best way to reopen. And then you, as yourself personally, has had to do the same. And you look, you took a hard look and you're trying to, you know, improve yourself personally and great things are happening. And the, and the word of the day that I'm going to bring up is resilience. And so Nashville showing great resilience and they're coming out and we are about to have some great things coming out. Maybe a welcome to Nashville three, because the Ooh, city yeah, is, yeah. the city is kind of, um, you know, things ready for it. I think things yeah. have changed, but I just want to tell you, I appreciate you and you are being uh, inspirational to me watching your journey to, you know, be a better person That's in this right. world. And well, thank you very much. Yeah, and I just want to let you know that I, you inspire me, um, hopefully in the ways that I inspire you. And, uh, you know, I look up to you in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, I'm always trying to improve and I feel like there's a lot of things that you do in your life that I'm trying to, that I strive to do the same. Oh, that means a lot too. It, but it's interesting, no matter where you're at, where you're at in life, you can always learn from somebody. And That's I think right. making sure that you never, ever, no matter who you're looking at, view yourself as above them in any way. And if you can take that pride out and humble yourself, yeah. you're going to see doors That's open right. up that you never thought existed. And you're going to learn more yeah. than you've ever learned before. Learn how to learn. Learn how to learn. What a great quote. That's right. That should sum up the rant yeah. of glory at the end of the first episode <laughs> of the Austin and Colin show. That's and right. the last thing we got to do is thank the people. That's right. Thank you so much for listening in. This is our first episode. We're really trying to work things out. Uh, you know, things will only get better from here. We hope you enjoyed listening and, um, you know, stay tuned. Send us your thoughts. Send us your comments. Um, Any sections you want us if, to do. Yeah, if there's things you want us to talk about, if there's something that's really burning in your heart that you want us to you know, speak on. If you want to be on the show, we've got a studio out here in East Nashville, and we would love for you to come by because, man, it would be so much fun. That's it. Shout out to our sponsors, Mac and Cheese Media and Mac and Cheese Studios for letting us use the podcast studio. Wink, wink. <laughs> Thanks to Sean Webster, who's been switching and helping us with the tech. Uh, and thank you to Carter, who's been shooting a behind-the-scenes thing. We'll catch you next time, episode two of the Austin and Colin Show. Have a great day.